Welcome to Keeping Business Real, the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Cordoff, and in four short years, I've built a thriving online business that supports our family. This podcast offers an honest and very real take on the reality of online business, strategies for growing yours, and all the inspiration to keep you going. I've got no time for BS. I'm all heart and all action. Let's keep it real. Hey, we're here for another episode and I am so excited about this one because this is a topic close to my heart. Today, I am going to be sharing with you five things I would tell myself in year one of starting my business. And this is for all of you in that crazy time where you feel like you can't outsource, where you're learning all the things, you're learning on the fly, things are either going crazy and you don't know how to cope or they're not happening at all and you don't know why you're doing it. Starting your own business is no joke. There's so many things. There's all the vulnerability of putting yourself out there. There's the dealing with asking for money for something you'd probably be happy to do for free. (laughs) There's trying to work out how to grow a business while potentially raising a family or potentially working your full-time gig on the side, whatever it is. The whole thing. It can be a complete shit show. Let's just face it. The whole thing can just be one. But for me, my first year, you know, I started the business. I think the first challenge went out in about, um, was it September? Maybe it was August 2014. And I'd had my third child in under four years, three children in under four years. I'd had her in June. So, you know, I didn't have any system set up. I was doing it completely solo. I had absolutely no clue what I was doing. And in that first year, it wasn't easy. I was a hot mess. I I was then dealing with paying clients. I was dealing with technology I didn't understand. I was up-leveling myself at a ridiculous rate because people actually did want to pay for what I was offering. And it was kind of crazy. <laughs> My expectations for what I wanted to to deliver just kept getting higher and higher and higher. And my customers mattered to me. So, you know, burnout was real, people. Here are the five things that I'd tell myself in year one of the business. And I'm sending this to you with all the love, all of it. I would tell myself that the chaos won't end soon, but you are learning how to move through it. I used to be really, really hard on myself. A big story that I was telling myself for a long time was that I was chaotic. And then I was telling myself that I was only successful because I was chaotic. And I needed to move through all these different beliefs about myself And it still gets bloody chaotic, even although I wish it didn't. I would want my year one self to know, and I want you to know, that this whole learning how to do a business thing is messy. It's like you don't know what you don't know until you're in it. (laughs) And sometimes that feels like you've just stepped in a big pile of poop. 
and you're you're trying to get out of it. Sometimes kids are going to get sick if you've got them or you know there's going to be you know parents might get unwell or whatever it's going to be and things will feel out of control because once this train is moving once you've got paying clients you're juggling an extra ball in your life and it feels crazy and i just i would want myself to know that it doesn't have to like it won't end soon. I would tell myself, like, get ready for this. Get some, get some, get something in place for yourself because the craziness of this is real. And then I would let myself know that I had a choice. And if I only really understood that I had a choice, I might have made some different decisions. I don't look back. I'm not hard on myself for what happened, but I was learning every single day. My business was growing fast because I was throwing myself into the fire. I was literally just taking risks and throwing things out there all the time. And it wasn't, it's not necessarily the way everyone should do business. I am never about hard and fast rules. But if you feel like everything's a bit chaotic, if you feel like, what the hell just happened? (laughs) How do I get myself out of this? Just know it's okay. And pretty much everyone struggles with this. Everyone is like, what? I had no idea. I thought, like, I gave myself that deadline or I said that this is going to be delivered then and I had no idea that was going to take me like 15 hours to do that one thing or that my site would go down or that Facebook ads wouldn't convert. Why didn't anyone tell me this was way more complicated? So just know that if there's a bit of chaos, if it feels a bit crazy, it might go on. So do things to support yourself through that. It's a really steep learning journey starting a business. Okay, second thing I would tell myself, keep investing in you. I knew I had this feeling because I was, I've always been someone who has done, you know, done the leadership courses or um, done the extra trainings, put my hand up for things that I was going to be a big part of this process. But I don't think I fully grasped that every single time I invested in myself, it gave back to me, you know, tenfold at a, at a minimum. I mean, the business would not be where it was, where it is today if I didn't invest in me my learning, my support, what I needed. I invested in high-level masterminds way before I felt ready. But that is the thing that has helped me grow my business. It's been me investing in me, whether that be the travel that I do with work, the getting in the room of people who are playing a way bigger game than me, I want it, I would want myself to know that the sooner I can do that, and if I can do it with trusting myself, trusting that, like, I mean, I am the best investment I can make in this, in the future success of this business, then I would do it all over again, harder and faster. Third thing, your husband, Nick, I would say to myself, Nick, he doesn't get it. No one actually gets this. <laughs> Pretty much no one in your life really understands what you're doing. And that's okay. It's all 
just fine. They don't need to get it. You just need to understand why you're doing this. If you get it, Lisa, things will uh, things will happen a little bit faster. But they don't need to get this. Not everyone needs to understand what you're doing, Lisa, for you to keep going. Don't try to justify it. They don't they 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 literally do not have an understanding at all of what it is that you're dealing with. And you are gonna have to get okay with that. So find a crew. Find your people who understand what this is all about because you are gonna lean on them probably harder than you've leaned on anyone else. <laughs> because the roller coaster is real, the learning is real, the up leveling is real. The next level strategies that you'll learn from those people, the inspiration that you'll get from those people will really help. You can't look to a community who don't understand online business to understand to and support you in the ways that you might need. You got to widen your circle, Lisa, is what I would say. And just don't have an expectation. Don't get frustrated that no one understands. It's okay. They'll start to see it soon enough and and then they'll understand. But you don't need their buy-in to go for this dream. You can just go for it anyway. Fourth thing that I would say to myself is that this is a goodie. All this giving, all of this service to your growing community, it's great. It's fabulous. But Boundaries are going to be your best friend and the earlier the better, girlfriend. <laughs> you got to learn that there is a there is a time that you will want to go behind the curtain. You'll want to close the curtains and walk off stage. And the sooner that you can allow yourself to feel okay about this, to set up those boundaries, to communicate those boundaries to your community, the better. Because online business has this crazy way of keeping you on all the time. Your kids won't need that. You won't need that. Your marriage might struggle because of that. And the earlier that you can create boundaries and treat this like a job, not like you know, that thing that you want to be doing every single second, you know, you want to be able to put boundaries around your time, around your tech habits and know it's okay. People will be okay if you ta- if they tag you and you don't answer them on the weekend. In fact, your community will probably start watching your boundaries and the fact that they can't get a hold of you at all hours, at all times, and they'll start to think about that for themselves. Create the boundaries. They are going to be your best friend and they are going to feel uncomfortable because you started this business because you want to help people, but being on for those people all the time isn't the best way to service your growth and theirs. Okay, last one. It's okay to be a mum who runs a business. Oh, I feel emotional even just saying those words. I can't tell you 
how I've had to change the stories with myself about what motherhood means, what type of mum I am, what my children need and my family needs in order to grow a business while raising them as young kids. Oh, here we go. Lisa's on the edge of tears once again. Uh, And I really want you to know this too, that it's going to feel uncomfortable putting something else first, putting you first. (laughs) Oh, my God, that's really what it comes down to. I love growing my business. Work doesn't feel like work. It just feels fun. And there was a big part of me that felt like, hmm, not that I didn't feel worthy of it, but that it just didn't fit with with my image that I went into motherhood with, that my third child, she was getting a totally different experience than my first. But the more I talk to mums of three or more kids, you know, the more I hear that story anyway. Uh, it is safe and it is awesome for me to want to grow a business and be a good mum. And this, if I could have just given myself the opportunity to make decisions, like I, I shared a, a podcast on the Small Steps podcast about when I decided to put my youngest into three days of family daycare instead of the two that her brother and sister had always had. And the drama, I mean, the stories I had created for myself about why this was just not the done thing. I'm totally cool with the fact it took me a while to get there, but because that was my journey and I needed to work through the things. But it's because I didn't really feel like you know, I felt like my job then was to to just to be mum and not be a business owner. And I remember going to my first ever mastermind retreat with James Wedmore in Laguna Beach and that my hot seat question was, how are you guys all doing this? How are you meant to grow a business? Like, I really want this thing to be successful, but how do you actually be a good mum at the same time? And of course, I was bawling my eyes out in front of all of these people that I just met you know, rocking up to a room where I wanted to take the business to the next level. And all I could think about was this is going to make me a shithouse mum. And the truth is it doesn't. It hasn't. It's made me a better mum. It's made me a better Lisa. And that's what makes me a better mum. So now I honour the things that I want to do in my life. I I honour them because if it's coming from within me and if it's a desire within me and no one's getting hurt and everyone's okay, (laughs) then me going for it, me feeling like the best Lisa in the world means I am the best mother in the world. It's okay to be a mum and grow a business. It's okay to be a wife and grow a business or a partner and grow a business. It's just okay for you to follow through on this big dream and everything works out. Everything will happen for a reason to get you to the place that you need to be to bring your best self and your important message to the world. So they're the five things that I would say to myself. And I would love to hear back from you 
on what if you have been in business for a while, what's the thing that you would like to tell yourself when you first started out? If you are only starting out, I would love to hear how this particular episode resonated for you. You can go ahead and leave a review in iTunes. I would love to hear from you and love to hear what you're thinking of the podcast. And you can always write back to me. You can uh, you can go ahead and download all of my marketing know-how at lisacorduff.com and join my emailing list and just write me, lisa at smallstepsliving.com. I would love to hear from you. And I would like to know from you, what's something that you would go back and say to yourself? Or if you're in struggle town right now, which one of those most resonates with you? I'd love to hear from you and I'll see you in the next episode. Well, that is another episode of the Keeping Business Real podcast done and dusted. But make sure that you don't miss out on knowing when I release the next one. Be sure to become a subscriber over on your podcast app of choice and make sure to leave a review. I would love to know what you're thinking of the podcast and what you'd like to hear in the future. Now, the next thing you need to do is head straight to lisacorduff.com. I have an amazing cheat sheet there waiting for you to help you overhaul your marketing mindset. Let's face it, sometimes the selling part of business is the part that feels most icky. I want to help you out and I want to help you grow your business in an authentic way that feels really, really good to you. lisacorduff.com for your free cheat sheet. And I'll see you in the next episode.